Welcome to the biggest draw for the critics, the marks, the casual, and the hardcore. I am your host, the babyface of podcasting, JC Bones. I'm mean, Doc Haas. And I am a very sick and under the weather Johnny Smarks. 
and we are the Fourth Wall WrestleCast. Starting today, you can find us exclusively on the Wrestle Addict Radio Network found on rantwithant.com. You can follow Wrestle Addict Radio on Twitter at Addict Wrestle. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Fourth Wall Cast. That's the number four T H W A double L C A S T. Don't know where to go to experience the fourth wall? Well, check us out every Saturday on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Don't want to miss an episode? Be sure to hit that subscribe button. Now, following and subscribing are only a couple of ways you can show your support. You can make it all official when you pick up the fresh new fourth wall merch on represent.com. Just go to represent.com and search for Wrestle Addict Radio. On today's episode, we're going to talk about the official announcement of All Elite Wrestling and the buzz it has created in the wrestling community. We're going to go over some news from Raw and SmackDown this week as we approach the Royal Rumble pay-per-view. We're going to go over some results from Wrestle Kingdom 13. Then we're going to hold our first ever fourth wall superstar draft on the second half of the episode. But before we get started, guys, I want to discuss the Tony Storm Situation. Now, for those of you that don't know, Tony Storm deleted all of her social media accounts this past Wednesday after personal photos of her were leaked on the internet. Now, while there are those that are probably taking care of her outside of the internet, the pro wrestling community, uh, specifically the Twitter wrestling community, has really come together to show their support for the Mae Young Classic winner uh, via social media and using hashtags, hashtag we support Tony or hashtag we support Tony Storm. Now, I need to give my good brother Cody Repass a shout out. On Wednesday, Cody sent out a tweet saying, I'm giving away this print of Tony Storm on Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Retweet and comment, hashtag, we support Tony to enter. Tony is such an incredible talent with a wonderful heart and who has such a bright future ahead of her. Let's get this hashtag trending so she knows just how much she loved. Well, Cody, what you did there worked because hashtag we support Tony was trending worldwide and even other superstars and celebrities hopped on board to show their support for Tony. There were tweets from Mauro Ranallo, from Paige, from Tyler Bate, from Jordan Grace, all throughout the wrestling community were all in support for Tony Storm. So Tony, we know you're going to get through this. You're going to come out stronger than ever. It's a real shame what happened with Tony and it's a real shame that this continually happens to pro wrestlers. Uh, it seems like it happens to female wrestlers a little bit more. Um, you shouldn't have to worry about your privacy like that. You shouldn't have to even have that cross your mind. And it sucks that in this world we have people who are constantly trolling and trying to invade people's privacy and, you know, really fuck up and ruin their lives, you know, when they don't deserve it. Just look what happened with Paige a couple years ago, which, you know, I haven't looked up any of these pictures of Tony Storm. I don't care about research purposes. That's none of my business. I know I'm a very private person. Um, I know if you guys know of the three of us, I tweet the least, I social media the least. I, uh, when I left the road from my band, that was one of my things. I just wanted to take a huge step away from that because I didn't like how much of my life was broadcast at all times. I want to pick and choose what it's people get to thing. see. Yeah, exactly. And especially Online with someone like Tony. Yeah, and Tony Storm, who is 
way more famous than I am, you know, a lot more famous than I am. Sorry for the ridiculous grammar there. She's a lot more famous than me. And, you know, she shouldn't have to worry about that because she's in an industry where she does have to have a social media presence. You've heard like rumors in the past of, you know, WWE management not being happy with someone like Sasha Banks, who's also very private and doesn't post a lot on Twitter. So, you know, you're in an industry where she's young and up and coming and she has to kind of put herself out there. And some of the girls are okay with, you know, putting, you know, anything they want out there. Lana has a very um, active, provocative, provocative social media account. Uh, Peyton Royce does at times. And that's awesome. And if you're into that, that's that's not an issue for me. That's cool. This is a free country and you can do and put out there whatever you want. And it's really a shame that someone has to go in there and hack her when there's enough for everybody to really get what they should need in terms of social media. So here's the hoping there's less and less of this. Um, here's the hoping that Tony is OK and cool and, you know, she can you know, she keeps moving on and the embarrassment wears off quick. And I just I hope it stops because no one deserves that. Agreed. Nobody. Agreed. I just think that we're in a, an age, unfortunately, that you know this stuff's going to happen. And while I get it, you take these pictures for someone you're into and stuff like that. You just got to be really careful these days. You know, it, it's it's a shame. It really is. Yeah. But just got to be careful. Yes. Got to be careful. Well, we support Tony. Uh, Absolutely. We re- yeah, she's. I've said it many a time. She's one of my favorite wrestlers. Uh, Bones, you were there at Evolution when I marked out like a little schoolgirl yes, when she did. won the May Young Classic. So, you know, we all support you, Tony. So keep doing what you do. Keep kicking ass and don't let these fuckos bring you down. And uh, yeah. speaking of uh, speaking of also bringing down, as you heard in the beginning of the show. We had our tribute to Gene Mean, as the Iron Gene Sheik mean. would say. To the Gene Mean, to the legendary Mean Gene Okerlin, um, another one of the great wrestling voices that the three of us grew up with. Um, was so a guy, sad, guys. so sad. A, a guy that you know, my coworkers now share a hairline with, and uh, and I've and I've, we've all shared a lot of memories with, and I just you know. Like you said, uh, Smarky, just sad. Very, very sad. So much character. So much you could learn from him. I think a lot of a lot of uh, what we complain about in WWE nowadays is it's too scripted and it's too it's too just bland, especially the backstage interviewers. And that's no disrespect to them. I think a lot of them are just doing what they're told. But Mean Gene, you know, he was a character. He was just as much he made himself just as much a part of the show as the Hulkster and as the Macho Man and as the Warrior and as Roddy Roddy Piper and even in his AWA days before he got to WWF <laughs> so it's just another part of wrestling childhood loss you know this is you know, it's just as terrible as when Macho Man died and Roddy Pop Roddy Piper died so our condolences to Mean Gene's family and you know the whole wrestling community is close friends and it sucks, man. Yeah, uh, I'm just glad that he's already in the Hall of Fame, which he r- rightfully deserves. And you know what, his legacy will go on forever. He he was the voice of wrestling throughout my entire childhood. Absolutely, 
I mean, him, Gorilla, and Bobby Heenan, and Jesse Dabati. Yep. Jesse Dabati. I have a cool Mean Gene story. Um, Dan, uh, I'm sorry, Doc. Well, first of all, let me apologize to our listeners. I am very, very sick, but I got up from my bed just to record a podcast with the good bros here. So, yeah. So here's a cool story. And and, uh, Doc, this takes place the same weekend as the Arthur Fonzarelli story. At the same conference, (laughs) at the same conference, um, my mom was at this conference for camping, nursing, and for some reason, she happened to meet Arthur Fonzarelli. And in the same night, which was pretty cool, a whole bunch of wrestlers happened to be in the hotel bar. And my mom calls me up. I was I was on a date. And she's like, you got to hear this. You got to hear this. And first of all, uh, uh, Steve Austin gets on the phone, says hi. And then Mean Gene gets on the phone and is not in his normal voice. The dude talked in his interview voice. And um, that made my night. Oh, awesome. awesome. Yeah. 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 So you got to talk uh, to Mean Gene Oakland on the phone. I did very briefly. But, you know, like it was the first thing I talked about or I thought about. When uh when I heard he passed, I was you like, got oh, interviewed. You got interviewed by Mean Gene, dude. Mean Gene. Yeah, yeah. Um, safe to say, I did mark out, and that girl did not call me back. <laughs> 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 oh, what a sad ending to that story. Uh, that's a great story. That's a great story. That's with a, an unfortunate. That's a ending. great ending. <laughs> that's a great ending because I because I love uh, Smarky's fiance. So, yeah, so and at the, at the end, it all worked out for the better. Agreed. Uh, all right, Doc, you want to take an adventure? Let's take it an adventure, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, now presenting Adventure All right, boys, unquestionably the biggest story in professional wrestling this week. And there was a lot of stuff that went down this week, but this is unquestionably the biggest story um, on the episode of Being the Elite on New Year's. The countdown ended and and AEW officially debuted All Elite Wrestling, uh, the new adventure between... uh, the Young Bucks, Cody Rhodes, oh and God. the Khan family that owns the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, my this, God. This is the biggest thing to happen in pro wrestling in the United States. That's not WWE since they bought WCW. This is real. This is legit. There is money. There are big names going. There's going to continue to be big names going. Um, it's, if you uh, take a look at all their promotional material, Cody's on, on it, along with Brandy, the Young Bucks, Hangman Page is there, as is uh, SoCal Uncensored. Uh, conspicuous by their absence, the biggest one, of course, Kenny Omega, um, Marty Skrull, and uh, uh, I guess you could say Chris Jericho is a little conspicuous by his absence because he was talked about as a uh, link. Yeah, he, um, they're he having was in the talks in the early stages of this a few months back. 
Right. And I think there's, a, there's, of course, the big rally going on Tuesday night in Jacksonville. As you know, SmackDown is 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 going to be broadcast from Jacksonville this Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And just down the road in uh, – uh, so wait, it's at the Jacksonville Coliseum, I believe it's called. And just down the road from there is the home of the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars, of course, owned by the Khan family who are bankrolling AEW. There's going to be a big rally there. It's at uh, what's it called? It's, what the hell is the name of their stadium now? It's it used to be called DIAA Bank. DIAA Bankfield. Yes, that's what it is. It's that in your notes. God damn it! That stadium has changed names so many fucking times. It has. Dude, it's unbelievable. And I know stadiums. I'm a stadium junkie, and I think it's changed names so many times. So I think that night there's going to be some big surprises. Um, they're going to announce when Double or Nothing is. That's what they, I believe, have been advertising. And outside of that, I think that's where maybe you'll see Chris Jericho make his uh, first appearance for AEW. Apparently, Jim Ross is still under contract with WWE. Um, he's supposed to be a part of it. And he's not going to talk about it until his WWE contract's up. And you know JR, he's a professional. He's not going to do that. Will anybody else show up at TII or whatever the fuck it's called, Bank Field, that night? That's a really good question. I mean, one name that's definitely up there, like you mentioned, is Kenny Omega. Now that Kenny Omega lost his uh, IWGP heavyweight title at Wrestle Kingdom last night. The big question is, where does he go from here? We all know where he's going. Well, I tell you right now what the uh, the fourth wall, the fourth wall fam. We put a poll up this week on our Twitter and about about 100 or 120 people responded to it, which was very nice. And uh, thank you very much for participating, fam. But more than half of the fam thinks he's coming to WWE. Apparently, WWE has made him a very big offer. That's what the dirt sheets are saying. Uh, they would be crazy to not make him a very big offer. He's the biggest male wrestler in the world. If he signs with WWE, they now have the biggest male and the biggest female wrestler in the world. And they need it because AEW is going to be a legit thing. And they're going, I think they're going to challenge WWE in a way they haven't been challenged since the Monday Night Wars. I kind of feel bad for Impact here, but uh, they're going to get overshadowed real quick. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if this ends up in a buy. If Impact winds up getting bought out by this at some point. Well, I'm going to touch on three points that the two of you just mentioned. So one of them, Kenny Omega. Um, I've been saying it for weeks, and I also got you guys on board with, I think we're going to see Kenny Omega show up in the Rumble at the end of the month. Even That's, if it's a one-time thing. Even, even if, if it's, it's a, a one-time, one-time thing, thing. But I definitely and see no. him in the Rumble this month um i don't think it's gonna be a one-time thing if he's yeah, in the why rumble, would he do that he'll be in the rumble and he'll be in for good unless he shows up at the at the rally on tuesday so the other the other note i want to touch on johnny like you mentioned what's gonna happen with impact i read that aew impact wrestling and new japan pro wrestling are all in talks and they're working out a partnership between the three promotions that's cool. All right, so then awesome. where does that leave where does that leave ROH, who's been New Japan's main American partner? Right. Well, question. from what I understand, Ring of Honor still has that partnership with New Japan, but as we've talked about in past episodes, they did just lose about a quarter of their of their roster. Do we see all of these um, promotions kind of banding together to try to take on WWE again? This has happened in the past and it hasn't really worked. Why can't we all just do our own thing? Well, I think 
the world of wrestling is a vicious cycle. It started off in the days of the territories. Vince McMahon ended up coming out victorious and beating everybody and, and buying everybody, I should say. Then there was WCW. Then we had the Monday Night Wars. Then Vince McMahon Jr. came out victorious because he won that battle. Impact tried to come out to be the next uh, the next promotion to, to go to war with Vince, but they failed miserably. If we're going to see any promotion go to war with Vince right now, it's going to be AEW because they have the financial backing, they have the talent, and they have the what's big right nowadays, the social media presence to go to war with Vince McMahon. So I definitely can see the Monday Night Wars Part 2 happening in the upcoming future. And I also think that they're going to book a lot smarter than Impact did. Like Impact, when they were still TNA shot themselves in the foot by, you know, having Bischoff and Hogan come in and run the ship the same way they ran WCW at the end when WCW fell apart. Now you have Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks who understand this this age of wrestling a lot better than the old guard. And I think that's what's really going to give AEW a fighting chance. That and the Khan family's ridiculously deep pockets. I, I remember watching... Um, when Bischoff and Hogan came into Impact, I was like, cool, this is going to be great. I turned it off in 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, because well, yeah, Bret Hart came back to WWE that night, and I, it was nice. It was actually kind of cool because I kept flipping back and forth, and it reminded me of the Monday Night Wars because that's yep. how I watched Monday Night Wrestling. I, Nitro always started an hour first because Nitro was three hours and Raw was two. And you would always watch the first hour of Nitro, which is great because that's when the cruiserweights were on. Mm-hmm. And then you would get maybe an NWO segment to open up the show. And then at 9 o'clock, you flip over to Raw. You get your opening segment of Raw. And then you just go back and forth depending on what was on, what matches you wanted to see, and what what talent you wanted to see that night. And it was a great time for wrestling. And I've seen a lot of people this week throwing a lot of shade, a lot of anti-WWE people who are really like just – gloating about this and really putting down WWE and WWE fans. And I don't think these, these, these wrestling fans, maybe they weren't alive for it. Like we were, maybe they're a little younger, but this is so good for wrestling because triple H gets it. And we all know triple H gets it. Mm-hmm. And if you don't think this is going to turn into a, this, this could turn into a golden era again. This is the prime time for you to be an independent wrestler because the opportunity you have there's so many different paths you can take at this point, especially now with AEW. You still have places like Impact, Ring of Honor, Lucha Underground. You got NXT. You got NXT UK. There is so much out there. If you're an indie wrestler, now's your chance to to make it big somewhere in one of these promotions. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, just that, great to absolutely. see that success does not mean WWE anymore, which is great. It was like it's that for great. a while. When it's as long as it's been just WWE, wrestling just hasn't been as good. We look at the ratings, the raw ratings are lower than they've ever been. Less and less people care because WWE doesn't have to compete with anybody. So why do they need to try to be groundbreak? They just need to stay steady and pay the bills. Now that there's actually now like a Dolph Ziggler and a Finn Balor, they have somewhere to go now. Right. 
Yeah. And that's the unfortunate thing. It's like, are we going to see WWE stars go to AEW? There's been a lot of rumors yes, about you guys are. like Finn Balor, Styles, Nakamura, Dolph Ziggler, Revival, um, probably some other names that the, uh, the club have been mentioned to go to AEW. Um, as much as I don't want to see them go at this point, please, by all means, if you have an opportunity, go. Because I bet you we're going to, you're going to have more FaceTime on camera in AEW. You'll actually be a star in the company like you, they, these wrestlers deserve to be. And they're still going to be able to make a name for themselves out there in that promotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I want to see them go. Like you said, you don't want to see them go. I do want to see them go. I want to see all these talent get a chance to shine. Just like you said, the biggest thing for AEW, they're obviously going to have, you know, awesome, awesome, awesome pay-per-views. And they're going to have awesome big cards with all the talent. Just going to be how good is your television going to be? Are you going to have good storylines, well-written storylines, things that make sense? How are we going to use the Bullet Club and how are we going to use the the Elite? Is that even still going to be a thing? Are we going to move on from that? Like that's how that's going to judge how well this goes. But there is no doubt in my mind there's going to be some big WWE names that end up with AEW. The AEW is probably going to get a good TV deal from everything I've read. Big T, big name, like big, big TV companies that put on TV shows, whatever they may be. They were impressed with All In mm-hmm. and All In was I'd say it was probably the top. Top three wrestling cards of the year. All in, TLC, TakeOver New Orleans. We're probably the three best pay-per-view, quote-unquote, events of last year. Yeah. So if they keep putting out product like that, they're going to be good. And they're going to be around for a while. Yeah, I think we're going to hear more about that at the rally on Tuesday, about what their TV deals are, what night they're going to be airing. Uh, we're probably going to hear more about some of their, their talent. We already heard this week that Britt Baker signed a contract with AEW and guys they're not just signing like a one-year contract they're signing multi-year contracts because they're expecting to be around for a while so they already have at least a good three to five year run with this promotion yeah they are and there's also you know rumors of Goldberg showing up there and uh, signing a contract there uh, could you and, imagine oh my god what do you guys you know how what? do you guys feel about I, that this, I, I thought when a Goldberg came back We couldn't really get a good gauge on how good he is because he was facing Brock Lesnar and Brock Lesnar doesn't fight like fighting more than 10 minutes anymore. Mm -hmm. But I mean, he looked good. He never Mm -hmm. I mean, for what he does. He's always moved well. He's a big, strong monster. He's a Mm -hmm. great monster. He always has been. As long as he's in great shape, he always will be. He's never needed to talk. He's like the only wrestler in the history of the industry that has never needed to talk. It's right. unbelievable. <laughs> and really, he gets away with it, too. So I would love to see a Goldberg-Cody Rhodes feud. That would be great for Cody Rhodes' career. That would be Cody Rhodes' chance to prove Vince McMahon wrong, that he can go in a feud with anybody and make it real and believable and get in a match with anybody and make it real and believable. He can do what Chris Jericho never got to do in WCW. Right. Ooh. Yeah. Very true. Very true. And I'd watch I if if you told me Goldberg was showing up and, and it looks like they, they trademarked AEW trademarked the Tuesday. I forget what was the name of the show? Tuesday T- night. Tuesday night dynamite. Dynamite. Yeah, Tuesday night dynamite. I know might. It looks like so I'm so judging works. by the judging by the trademark. 
They're going to have their big show, their their TV on Tuesday nights. Mm-hmm. And if you told me that Goldberg's going to show up on Tuesday night and he's going to be on Tuesday Night Dynamite, guess who's going to watch Tuesday Night Dynamite? Yeah. Me, you, you, and a bunch of other wrestling fans. And yeah, we may not be Goldberg fans, but he definitely brings a name to the promotion. Right. Well, all in all, there's a lot of big, great things happening now with All Elite Wrestling. Uh, so if you haven't yet, be sure to follow All Elite Wrestling on Twitter at AE Wrestling, and you can find them on Instagram and Facebook at All Elite Wrestling. Right. Okay, so let's move on. Um, we are recording this on Friday night. Uh, Wrestle Kingdom 13 took place in our world this morning at about 2, 3 in the morning. <laughs> um, we had neither of the three of us have gotten to watch it yet. All of us had to go to work today. We haven't been able to sit there. Uh, the three of us all did get to watch a little bit of the beginning of uh, Kota Ibushi and and Will Ospreay. Oh my god! Uh, those first like five oh to ten god. minutes I watched. Yeah. Oh my god, Sparky. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh my uh, god. The big, yeah. The big news coming out of it. Every single title changed hands last night. NJPW is obviously going in a new direction. The, the, the complete reset makes me believe at the very least Kenny Omega is no longer wrestling in NJPW. With all that change, they would have kept the belt on him to have some sort of stability. He's obviously leaving. We've already touched upon what, what the fourth wall fam thinks. We've given our thoughts about the Royal Rumble. Um, I think we're all in agreement that we think he's going to be at the Rumble and he's going to make an appearance with WWE. There's no reason for him to do a one-off. That's just silly. That being said, where or what does Kenny Omega's WWE future look like? Does he go to Raw? Does he go to SmackDown? Is he a world champion within his first year, kind of like AJ Styles was? Is he going to have to sit in the mid-card? You can't put him in NXT. That's just fucking stupid. Mm-mm. Do you really think Kenny Omega is going to be a mid-card? Mid-card? No. No. He's going to be AJ Styles. It's going to be the same track as AJ Styles. Exactly. So you put, him in, so you put him in a feud with a, with a, with a veteran. Uh, Daniel a Bryan. Dream feud. I see. That's what I described. I think he goes to Raw. I think he goes to and Raw. AJ, and AJ goes to Raw, and that's where the program goes. And we'll talk about that, I guess, Dude. a little more when we do our shakeup. Um, but I definitely want to see, like you said, Smarky, I want to see him have that AJ, have the AJ Styles run he's had the past three years. That's the only reason why you would come here. Because if he goes to AEW, he's the face of the promotion. Right. Right. I think it's time for a bigger step for him. Me too. I think he needs this. I think wrestling needs this. I and need it. I need it. Yeah, I need it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. oh, it's it's time for him to do it on the biggest stage. Right. I agree. I agree. Wow, look at us agreeing. Yeah. Well, it's it's common fucking sense. That's if, something if you're you don't the best. Have a lot of, so. if, if, fuck off, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> If you're the best, you want to do it with the best promotion in the world. And there's excitement with AEW, but there's no doubt that WWE is still the top promotion in the world. So I'm welcoming Kenny Omega with open arms. Uh, As I think we all are. 
Never mind. I'm not going there. Well, you know, <laughs> speaking of Royal Rumble and Monday Night Raw and SmackDown, let's touch on some news that happened this week in WWE. So I do want to touch on two specific segments that occurred this week, both on Raw and on SmackDown. We talked about this a few weeks ago where we talked about the parallels about two different characters on two different brands and how their storylines are kind of running congruent to each other. So this week we had Triple H helped to bring out the old Seth Rollins, and we got to see a more vicious, a more aggressive side of Seth Rollins this past uh, this past Monday on Raw. You know, and we saw that this week when he faced Bobby Lashley in the main event. Lashley. <laughs> so now also, do you think? Oh, I am so sorry, Bones. No, it's all good, Johnny. Go ahead. Do you think that? They're building up these characters like this, so we get like a cross, cross show like rivalry going on. You got the new AJ and the real, or whatever the fuck they're calling each other, the real AJ Styles. I don't know. It is kind of interesting, but so as you mentioned, Johnny, over on SmackDown now we have Vince McMahon bringing out the real AJ Styles. We talked about it last week with the punch heard around the world. Um, so we kind of have two two congruent. Uh, Storylines going with Seth Rollins and AJ Styles. Are they trying to push the two of them right now as the face of the two brands? Um, yes, yes. In short, yes. But there's a more important thing that we all we should be picking up on right now. You're taking arguably the three biggest baby faces in the company over the past few months of male wrestlers: Daniel Bryan, Seth Rollins, and AJ Styles. We're bringing the McMahons back on the show. And, and all of a sudden, the three of them are edgier. They are going to be more aggressive. And they're starting to turn into more Attitude Era-like characters. I think what you're starting to see, more importantly, is that. A transition away from the kid-friendly PG product and WWE starting to realize where the wrestling demographic is right now. And as we all know, the wrestling demographic is ever-changing. It comes in cycles. It comes in waves. You talked about cycles earlier before, Bones. Mm-hmm. We're getting into a attitude era, ruthless aggression era place in pro wrestling, for lack of a better term. And WWE realizes this, and they're not going to be left behind. They need to take their biggest male stars and... and Make sure they're right up there with Cody and the Bucks and Omega and Okada and um, Tanahashi and all these all these you know edgier characters you see in other promotions mm. because you know All In showed that there's ten thousand people willing to go to a wrestling event and they don't want to see comedy or bullshit or happy go lucky New Day bullshit okay. No. Back off the new day. Uh, the new day are old and they need a fucking change. It's over. It's time to move on. Oh, man. I it's like time pancakes. to move on. And WWE's. <laughs> I like pancakes. We know how to move for pancakes. Come on. This is America. <laughs> WWE is moving on and growing with the product. And they're showing that with Rollins, DB, and AJ. And you want to know what, who else is growing is Becky Lynch. Could we just take a second to to admire her character development over the past few months since, what was it, SummerSlam? Yep. So we're talking about, you know, 
guys like Seth Rollins, AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan as being more edgier, being more the face of the promotion. But we mm-hmm. can't forget about Becky Lynch. Nope. She is um, the face of the promotion right now. And this past week, her on SmackDown upstaging John Cena. Oh, my God. It was awesome. Hands down was probably the best move, the best creative writing they could have done for Becky Lynch's character this week. It might have been the best segment of the night. They dropped the ball with doing. Remember, they could have done this on Raw on that on the Shake Up episode of Raw, mm-hmm, and they didn't mm-hmm. do it with the McMahons. They didn't drop the ball this time. No, they they got it right. They listened to their audience, and they got it right because they said you said it best. Ever since SummerSlam, which you know, I, I took, I did, I did the um, on Kings of the Rings podcast. They had their end of year awards, and I voted for Becky's turn. I, I believe as. What did they have it listed under? The was it the moment of the year? Maybe the most was shocking one of the, one moment. Of, I think. Oh, yeah. shocking, shocking moment. moment! It was the most shocking moment of the year, and it was. She's taking it and ran it like a like a stolen horse. She mm-hmm. has been unbelievable. <laughs> Who says that? that I was say awesome. that. Do- doctor. I say <laughs> that. I say that. You son of a bitch! I say that. <laughs> yeah, she upstaged John Cena. Now you know a lot of people can upstage. Stage John Cena on the mic, you know, no disrespect. He's one of the all time greats, but you know, we've seen the rock upstage him many a time and you know, a character of, of as quick and witty as Becky Lynch will always win that war. It's just nice to see that WWE gave her the moment and didn't fuck up their opportunity. Like they did a few weeks ago on raw when they brought Baron Corbin out instead of her. Right. Now, I do find it interesting, though, how on this week on SmackDown, Becky didn't talk about Ronda at all, and it looks like she's trying to get back into the title picture on SmackDown. Do you think they're going to start to uh, steer away from the Becky-Ronda thing for a few weeks and then bring it back maybe after the Rumble? Um, I think that we're going to see a lot of storylines kind of weave in and out. Uh, Coming up to Mania, I think you're going to see just more than one storyline per character. And yes, so yes, short answer, yes. Okay. And I'm okay with that as long as it's written well. As long as it's done well, I don't mind that. As long as it's done well, as long as they keep our interest and and it leads to something uh, substantial that all comes to a head at WrestleMania, then I'm fine with it too. You know, and they are doing a pretty good job with that, with with giving us fresh faces and fresh matchups. So, speaking of fresh matchups, on Raw they had the Fresh Start Battle Royal. Uh, the winner of that would face Dean Ambrose later in the night for the Intercontinental Ch- Championship, and Apollo Cruz won. Now, out of everyone in that Battle Royal, there were three possible people that could have won the match: Finn Balor, Baron Corbin, or Apollo Cruz. If I had to pick three out of that rumble, I would have picked one of those three. I definitely did not see Apollo Crews win. I really had my hopes up for Finn to win that. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on Apollo Crews? And where is where are they are they rocket strapping him for some reason? I feel like I've been seeing this for a few weeks now. I don't I don't know if rocket strap is the right word. Maybe a brisk elevator. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> I, how uh, fast does uh, how fast does a how fast does a brisk elevator go, Smarky? More than five miles per hour, less than fifteen. <laughs> I like that. Like those walkways at the airport. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, I was just on yes. those. I was on those yesterday. They're so much fun. You ever moonwalk on those? <laughs> oh my god, no! But I I gotta try that now. Yeah, dude, it's the, the best the best moonwalk a white boy could ever do. Oh man. <laughs> 
All right, back to the topic at hand. I, I see him being maybe top of the mid card here. I think that you didn't see um, – sorry, just the cold medicine. You didn't see Finn win because I think there's something else going to happen with him. That's maybe a little bigger than a, a fresh start battle royal. You know what I mean? And we talked about that last week, and I think we're all in agreement that we all want to see something bigger for Finn Balor. I, I feel like with all these fr- fresh starts or fresh matchups that we're seeing now, we're going to see more of a shakeup between now and Mania in the mid-card scene, and we're not going to see much on the title scene until, I think, after the, after the official uh, superstar shakeup. I've been telling you that for weeks now, maybe months now. It's all about the mid-card. It's all about the mid-card. It's all, all about the entire card. And WWE better realize that because there's competition now that cares about the entire card. Agreed, agreed. But your your top of the card is moves slower than the mid card. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Absolutely. Yeah, the feuds stretch out longer. Where the yes. mid card feuds are, a lot of them are done on TV, and the matches are done on TV. And that's where your most compelling TV comes is from the mid card. Your best wrestling on TV comes from the mid card. I understand that absolutely. And that's what I like watching. Storylines are cool. But, I mean, I do this for wrestling. I, I you know, I, I talk to you guys and committed to this podcast for wrestling, so I like watching wrestling. Storylines are cool, but we do this for the wrestling. Well, I, I don't know why you're watching this if you like wrestling. This is sports entertainment. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, it's sports entertainment. <laughs> that was my bad impersonation of Vince McMahon. Sports well, entertainment. I think with my sore throat, I could do it. They're not wrestlers. They're superstars. Superstars. You're fired. Yeah, we, yeah, we, all, have, we all have shitty Vince impressions. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of good. That, that one was kind of good. So much. You so guys keep talking. I, I, I need see to where, get a drink. I kind of see where Johnny <laughs> is going. Because, As like, Doc, we've been complaining for months about the main event scene. It's always the same people over and over again. Uh, whether they have the belt for months and months and months or they play hot potato with the with the belt, but it's always the same people in the main event scene. And that's because they're not growing anybody in the mid-card scene. Yes, the IC title has meant something uh, a lot more this year than it has in the past between The Miz and uh, Seth Rollins. Uh, U.S. title has meant absolutely nothing since people like Baron Corbin, Bobby Roode, Jinder Mahal... And even Shinsuke Nakamura held the U.S. title. It meant nothing. They're not growing or building the mid-card scene, which in turn is going to help the main event scene grow and develop into something different and new. Right. Absolutely. And I like that Apollo is one of the names and one of the wrestlers right now getting that chance. Um, He's obviously got the look. He's obviously a freak athlete. Um, And he just needs experience. He needs opportunities to grow. You can't grow being, you know, tightest worldwide doing absolutely nothing, feuding right. with, you know, low card nobodies week in and week out. So, you know, Apollo got a chance and he really took the bull by the horns. And I think he deserves more chances and more TV time. Right. And speaking of chances, if you go to SmackDown now, the main event was a fantastic fatal five way match. Between AJ Styles, Randy Orton, Rey Mysterio, Samoa Joe, and Mustafa Ali. 
and the winner of that match is gonna will go on to face Daniel Bryan for the title at Royal Rumble. AJ Styles did come out victorious. As much as I would have loved to have seen somebody else win it, I knew that this AJ Styles Daniel Bryan feud was not gonna end anytime soon. Uh, I do think Daniel Bryan's gonna end up retaining it at the Rumble though, and Styles is gonna be out of the title picture going into Mania. But let's focus on this fatal five way. First of all, Mustafa Ali. Three weeks into being on SmackDown, already got a number one contender title match. You want to talk about a rocket strap? That's a rocket strap. That's a rocket he's, strap he's, right there. That's a rocket strap, yeah. He's he not going to win the LEDs title anytime to soon. shoot past Apollo. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, just um, look um, at all the other talent that he's in the ring with. Randy Orton, Rey Mysterio, Samoa Joe. That's huge for Mustafa Ali. Uh, we said it last week, man. The possibilities for the rest of his career are endless, and I cannot wait. He's going to shine bright every single week here, here on out. And, and the audience likes him. Most yeah, importantly, the audience is buying right into it. So, you know, good for him. Yeah. And you're over, you're over. Um, I was not a fan. I agree that this was a very good match. I was not a fan of how this was booked. Um, I thought Rey Mysterio should have won this. Uh, um, you could have done a lot of things with this. One, you put Rey Mysterio in the title match at the, at the Rumble because he doesn't have to be in the Rumble. Right. That's like, you know, all every single other person in that match, you could put in the Rumble and and have even Mustafa Ali. They have a chance of winning the Rumble. Like, mm-hmm. there's no reason for Rey Mysterio to be winning the Rumble. So get him out of the Rumble and put him in a match with Daniel Bryan where. You know, in the back of your head, you could say, hey, maybe they give Rey Mysterio one more title run and we get this dream match with Daniel Bryan. Mm -hmm. Two, you could have had Rey and AJ Styles start some sort of beef here, this kind of tweener AJ Styles. And now you have some TV matches leading up to the Rumble or after the Rumble or maybe even an Elimination Chamber match you could do between AJ and Rey before they start their WrestleMania programs. Mm-hmm. I just thought there was a chance to do some better booking here, and WWE dropped. Well, I didn't need to see Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles again. Not yet. I like this. I, I want to see it again. I didn't need to see it at the Rumble. I want to see AJ in the Rumble. Now there have been rumors about AJ Styles facing Randy Orton at WrestleMania. Now I look at this Fatal Five Way as a foreshadow of this potential Styles and Orton feud. Because who took the pin? Randy Orton. Who pinned them? Mm-hmm. AJ Styles. This was Randy Orton's first chance in a while to be a contender for the WWE Championship since he held the title, what was it, beginning of 2017 before he lost it to Jinder Mahal, right? Right. So right. I think this they could use this to uh, ignite the storyline between Orton and Styles now going into Mania because honestly, I'd be okay with seeing Randy Orton and Styles feud because that could be a blood feud because I think Orton is a fucking fantastic heel and Styles in that uh, with him being in that tweener stage would be awesome. Yeah, if you're going to keep AJ Styles on SmackDown, then that's exactly like this. That's a good way to book it. I mean, I don't know if I. I don't know if how excited I am about AJ Styles and Randy Orton at Mania. I'm not going to lie. I'd rather see AJ have like a an opponent where he can put on a better match. Does that how make about, sense? How about Kenny Omega? I would love to see AJ <laughs> Styles versus Kenny Omega. Uh, that would be that would be fantastic. You know what? Fuck um, it. I would let's, like. Let's have a triple threat: Finn Balor, AJ Styles, Kenny Omega. Done. <laughs> oh my god! Don't even tease me like that. Uh, you know, I mean, 
the only thing with uh, Styles and like an Omega matches, I think they should take something like that and move it to Raw and give Raw ratings boosts because Raw needs it. All right, so let's talk about the Royal Rumble card because I, you know we're, we got all this speculation going on. Let's talk about some things that are actually happening. How about that? Does that sound good? That's a good idea. I hope so. Uh, all right, so first and foremost, Universal Title. Brock versus the Braun. The Universal what? title. Yeah, What's that? I know. That, that title I know. exists. Did you know there was a belt called the Universal title? Wait, Brock <laughs> who? Yo, fuck Brock Lesnar. Fuck Brock Lesnar. Hashtag fuck, fuck Brock, Brock, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> anyway, so that's happening. Poor Braun has to deal with that. Uh, we have a fatal four-way cruiserweight title match. Buddy Murphy, uh, Callisto, Akira Tozawa. And uh, the winner uh, this week, we have Hideo Itami versus Cedric Alexander. Um, I have a feeling Cedric's going over Hideo. I cannot believe Hideo is still employed by this company. He's he's a great candidate for AEW, I think. I agree. Let, let, let's take a quick minute to talk about the Hideo Itami experiment. Oh, it did Hideo. not work for him, unfortunately, in NXT. When he first came over with uh, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, mm-hmm. I think around that same time, he was going to be put over really big, but injury. He was plagued with injuries in NXT. He has been doing pretty solid, though, on 205 Live and putting on some real fucking good matches. Mm-hmm. I think he needs to work on his character. Uh, overall, just to start making himself bigger. I loved it, though, when he came to the main roster. I'm sorry, when he came to 205 Live, he teamed up with Finn Balor that one time on Raw. That was fucking awesome. I I think that him and, um, again, cold medicine is making me forget things. Um, the difference between him and, Shin- and Shinsuke is that Shinsuke has, although weird, has a character. Right. And, uh, All right. You know, I, I think that's that's the problem. I think that's actually why Shinsuke kind of might have came over. They're like, oh, shit, we done fucked up. Now, isn't that weird? Because, you know, Vince McMahon, there's not like anyone that can't speak good English. Hideo speaks better English than fucking Nakamura does, and they just can't do shit with Hideo. Which is really funny because, I mean, you, you got uh, Io, um, who else you got? Tainara. Tainara, Kairi Sane. Kairi Sane, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll see what Listen, happens. Listen, there's a there's a huge market for professional wrestling in Japan, and WWE would be absolutely stupid to not try to you know to not try to get in there and take and you know he's got some of the biggest Japanese wrestlers in the world. He's not like he's just getting nobodies. I know he'd be silly. Yeah, you want you want to hear a, a dream match of mine talking about uh, n- n- some some of the talent in Japan? Tomohiro Ishii and Samoa Joe. Mm. Man, that'd be a fucking brutal, brutal match. Brutal. Uh, dreamers can dream, fellas. Dreamers <laughs> can dream. Yes, they can. Right. Speaking of dream matches, Brian versus Styles again. again. Love it. Can't <laughs> wait. Can't wait. It was a dream so, match the first time. This, and then we get oh, to. Uh, second. Oh, my apologies. I'm, I'm going. I'm talking over you guys. That's all good. Um. And then finally, the reason we all watch the Rumble. I don't know about you. I don't know what your favorite pay-per-views are, guys, but the Rumble is my favorite. It has always been my favorite. I love Pat Patterson. I love that he invented this. Love, 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 love. Okay. So let's talk about confirmed entrance for both Rumbles. Uh, so we have um, The Whole New Day, Kofi, Biggie, and Xavier. We have the one and only R-Truth. <laughs> Coming guy. in at number 30. 
At 30. That's right. Had to give him some. And then we have Drew McIntyre. That's it right now. All right, so let's talk about the women's rumble now. Uh, we got the Ride Squad, Ruby, Liv, and Sarah. We got Mella is Money. We got My Girl Natty. And then uh, Sasha and Bailey. And Ember. And I think Ember. I think Ember Ember's in there. Oh, and Ember's Ember in there too. Yeah, yes, as well. Right. Yeah, I think Ember's in there too. Awesome. And that's about it for now. I'm sure we'll see more and there'll be a whole bunch of surprises. Oh, yeah. And we still Kofi, have another few weeks. And a crazy so, Kofi Kingston uh, spot. Yeah. Spot always. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. One year, Kofi's not going to do the spot, and that's that's the year he'll be at least in the final four of the Rumble. Okay. I Has he ever that. been in the final four of a Rumble, Kofi? Can anybody think that far back? He's been around for a while. Not so. that I could think of. Hmm. Interesting. All right, boys. Who's ready to shake it up? We've been promising uh, a couple things for this episode for a few weeks. The first of them is our debut on WrestleAddict Radio, of course, um, which is yes, we're quite pleased to be joining all our friends on in the wrestling podcast universe. Oh, uh, hi, friend. Hello, friends. Hello, friends. Um, the other thing, of course, we promised was the superstar shakeup in our own world. Let's keep in mind this is strictly our fantasy booking. You're going to hear things that may not make sense to you and don't make any logical sense as to what you're seeing on WWE television. But we don't don't give a fuck. Yeah, (laughs) because we don't always think WWE television is logical. So we're giving you a more logical response to it. So I'm just going to run. We're going to do the the male wrestlers today. We'll give you the female wrestlers next week. Uh, We were going to do it all this week, but the news cycle wound up getting pretty big with Wrestle Kingdom and AEW and Mean Jeans passing. So um, we'll do the males, all of them, WWE, uh, Raw, SmackDown, NXT. And what I'll do is I'll basically go to the wrestler, and if we have any grievances, we will we'll air them. Uh, for those of you watching what is this, or listening, this? <laughs> for, those, for the rest of us, for those of you listening at home, we uh, we've already done our little pre-production work of this, so it'll be nice and smooth, it's a nice smooth ride for all you people. Mm. Anyways, fam, here we go. We start with Adam Cole, baby. baby. All right. Nice. Uh, all of us have him on NXT still. I have a little, uh, and I have a little addition to Adam Cole, and I talked about this in my final thought a few weeks ago, and I'm gonna keep building on it. I have. Adam Cole not only appearing on NXT but also on 205 Live, which we all agree should be should be pre-recorded at the Performance Center and not a live show. We've talked about that before, also. I think Adam Cole would be and the Undisputed Era doing double duty on NXT and 205 Live would really help elevate the status of 205 as a show. And who better than than those guys? They're the right size. They're they're a type of 205 style that 205 is lacking. They're not all necessarily crazy high flyers or anything like that. They're four badasses, and I have all four members of Undisputed Era doing this. Adam, you know, Adam Cole, Fish, O'Reilly, and Roddy Strong. Thoughts? No thoughts. I think you're. I think we're right on the money here. I don't know about 205 though. Yeah, I think the I think the four of them are better suited for somewhere like SmackDown. 
Uh, we've had this discussion in the past. I think they should just do away with 205 Live and incorporate the 205 Live roster onto both Raw and SmackDown. I didn't draft people like that, but I do feel that's the best way. I don't think putting the Undisputed Era on 205 is going to be good for them. I disagree. I think it'll be good for 205. I think it's what 205 needs. You know, SmackDown doesn't need any more, like, wrestling. Does it need another roster of wrestlers? Well, here's my rebuttal on that. Are they going to make 205 Live a two- or three-hour weekly show where they have a mid-card title, a tag team title, a women's title also? Just make it an hour, like NXT. It's only 45 minutes right now. Make it an hour. Give it an extra 15 minutes. That's, you know, if, if you can make it work on it, if they can make NXT work every week, then they can make 205 live work every week. This it just can't be live anymore. Just get rid of the live. Right. And just that's OK. I have no problem with them doing that. So we move on to Aiden English. Um, we have a little bit of a debate here. Uh, Smarky and I have him on 205 live. Bones, you still have him on SmackDown. Why? Uh, I'm a fan of Aiden English. Uh, I actually I wasn't a fan of him when he was in the Vaude Villains, but when he went to the singles and teamed up with Rusev and started being the Mozart of the ring or whatever the hell he calls himself, I like this gimmick. And I don't know if you guys have seen pics of him on his Twitter or Instagram, but he's been hitting the gym hard. He's in great shape. He's a great in-ring tech technician. And I just think if he has the right creative route to go, he'd be very good on SmackDown in the mid card. I don't think that there's room for him on SmackDown, so put him on 205 Live where he actually has a chance to be on television. I know I drafted him to 205, but I think he might be too big. I don't think there's any way he's getting down there. I know it's fake and they don't, they're do not they not actually 205 pounds or less, but I don't, I don't see him actually. Maybe now I don't see him. Kayfabe, down. dude. Kayfabe. I know. This could I'm get entirely too silly. Well, let's start entirely with the next too one. Silly. Watch this. AJ Styles. I have him going Raw. 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 We all have, we all have him Raw. for Raw. Oh, that's, that's a big thing. We have AJ Styles switching brands. Um, yes, we do. Why? It's time. I have that's my reason. What's yours? It's just time. It, it, Raw it's time. Raw needs AJ Styles more mm-hmm. so than AJ Styles needs Raw. Raw Raw needs new top of the card talent. I think we can all agree on that, right? I agree. Yes, yeah. AJ and, will be a great addition to the to the main event scene on Raw. Right. I would like to do the next one because Doc cannot pronounce it right. Akum <laughs> is going to Raw or staying on Raw. Staying on yes. Raw along with his with his tag team partner. Or I would just like to say up. I still have her gum. <laughs> you still have his gum. <laughs> I, I don't actually have your gum. That'd be disgusting. But you can right, get it when next. NXT comes to Tom's River next month. Thank you. Next we all have Akira Tozawa staying on 205. And then we get to Alistair Black. Mm. Um, Smarky and I have him on SmackDown. Bones has him on Raw. No way. Not yet. I did draft him to Raw. Now, I know he hasn't been announced as one of the NXT calls, but I do think he's going to be a late call-up. I think he's going to be after the Rumble. I think he's going to be Maybe in the Rumble. Yeah, in the Rumble. I do know he was at the most recent uh, tapings they did for NXT. I think earlier. Yeah, this but those takings, those takings should take us up to the Rumble, right? Yeah, they do a month at a time. 
Yeah, that should take us up, up to, to the Rumble. Rumble yeah, the Rumble's the last okay. Sunday of the month, so that should take him right up to the Rumble. Um, why do you want him on Raw instead of SmackDown? Because I think Aleister Black could be the Undertaker-style character they tried to make Bray Wyatt, and I think Aleister Black could be that on Raw. Okay. All right. Uh, next, we have Alexander Wolf. We all got him on SmackDown still. Andrade Almas still on SmackDown. Angelo Dawkins, NXT. Apollo Crews. Uh, Smart, you have him jumping to SmackDown. What's up with that? Especially after his Intercontinental title push. I know. It's just it's the more of the wrestling show, and he's a great wrestler. So. All right. Cool. Uh, we got Daivari staying on 205 Live for every everyone. Um, Smarky, though, is a little wild card here. Because he also wants to see Daivari on SmackDown. I can see him doing some spots up there. He's, he's do, got the. Go ahead. Now that we've seen Mustafa Ali do it, I can see where you're getting at. Yeah. 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 You don't think he'd get lost in the shuffle a little bit? Like too much talent in one place? Uh, I think he. I think he will. But again, uh, him and his brother are talented. I. I. I think they're talented. I always have. So I. I see him going a little bit farther in 205. In the coming year. Okay. All right. You also have Baron Corbin jumping to SmackDown. Storylines are done with him. I, I think we're all sick of him. I think he needs a fresh start on a different show. <laughs> you know what? I had him on Raw, and now that you know, now that I've thought about it a little more, and I hear you say that, it might not be the worst idea to get him on SmackDown and kind of give him a little revamp. Mm-hmm. Maybe get the constable involved yeah. with Shane now. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm on the same boat too. Yeah, cool. You've convinced us. He hasn't convinced us very often, Bones. <laughs> right. We, we actually right. agree on the next this. one. The next one, I'm going to say the name and we're all going to say it at the same time. Ready? Okay. The New Day. Raw. 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 That wasn't the same Raw. time, but we said it. <laughs> God, you're like yeah. my band students. Do you want to talk about some, a group of, of wrestlers that need something fresh and new? It's the new day. I, you know, no, fuck that. I like pancakes. I, I like pancakes too. Doesn't mean I need them thrown at me at a fucking wrestling event. Hell yeah, it'd be awesome. Did you did you see the kid eat the one out of out of Big E's trunks? That, that's disgusting. Yes. <laughs> but the new day week. this week did say they were done with pancakes. That was one of the news resolutions. So I don't know what but that means. But then Vicky kept eating them. Is that a, is that is that a foreshadowing <laughs> of a new day heel turn? Is that a no. new day heel turn we're foreshadowing? They were supposed to be a heel stable or, in the beginning. Right. Yeah, but now, or they're now just not got, going to be a team, and they're going to go for singles titles like we've been talking about. Oh. Right. Okay, all right. Fine. So, do we all think the Big Show is going to retire? Yes. Yeah, I think the yes. Big Show's. It's, it's yes, time. We all have that. <laughs> Talk about a great run, man. Great run for that dude, especially for someone that big. Unbelievable. Yeah. Here we have a, a little dilemma. We have Bo Dallas. Two people have him going to SmackDown. I have him staying yep. on Raw. And we all have the B team breaking up. Yes, we do. You want to know why the B team needs to break up? Don't say it. Because they suck. That's why it's a boring, stupid gimmick in a stupid tag division that nobody likes. Time for them to break up, and maybe one of them can finally elevate themselves 
to a legitimate mid-card threat. Doc, are you saying it's time for them to go, go, go? <laughs> I think SmackDown's a great spot for Bo Dallas because Bo Dallas was a great heel champion when he was in NXT, and I think he could bring that character back, and I think he could shine uh, in the mid-card scene over on SmackDown. Cool. All right. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Fish, we already talked about the Undisputed Era, of all of them on NXT still. And like I said, I'd like to see them on 205. Bobby Lashley, we have a, a dissenting vote from Bones. He thinks that Bobby Lashley needs to go to SmackDown. Too big. No way. What do you mean too big? Yeah, like that's exactly too big of a name I, or too big of a dude? Both. Physically, I think we have too many giants on Raw, and we can use some more big big wrestlers like Bobby Lashley over on SmackDown. Come on, Bones. It's the land of giants. (laughs) So, if you have... Medicine is making me do stupid shit. Now, if you do have an Apollo Crews and Bobby Lashley on SmackDown, that gives you an opportunity to have the... Two big ball black guys feud. Um, hair versus hair. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> hair oh, versus God. hair. Yeah. Could you imagine, like, the pose-offs between that? Can you imagine, like, Leo Rush, like, having Bobby Lashley moon the audience, and then Apollo Crews just runs in and just fucking Shinsuke Nakamura's his ass right in the balls? <laughs> that could be the start of something nice. Oh, man. Um, if you missed that, if you missed our tag team shakeup last week, we talked about Bobby Roode and how we would love this fantasy book him getting back together with James Storm and reforming Beer Money, the greatest tag team of the past fifteen years. <laughs> um, that, but we'd like to. We all agreed, though, we'd like to see it on SmackDown. The Bobby Roode on Raw experiment has been a failure. It's time to get him back on SmackDown. Uh, Braun Strowman, no surprise, staying on Raw. Bray Wyatt, for some odd reason, the Smart doesn't think Bray Wyatt needs to switch to SmackDown. And why is that, Smart? Uh, you know, he's not tall, but he's a, he can take on the Giants. And we, like I said, land in the Giants. Again, I think his name's too big to be on the SmackDown. How could you not see a Bray Wyatt-Rusev feud for the U.S. title? That, is a, that would be an awesome, awesome feud. Two big guys that can move. Two big guys that know that you know can get over and you know could keep the audience interested. You get Lana involved in that somehow. Bray Wyatt, like, you know, steals her soul or something. Well, we got to see Wyatt what Bray Wyatt's like coming back as. Maybe, hopefully we don't get Husky Harris. As hopefully, I mean, I, I like the. I hope it's not too much of a departure. I don't think he's going to be changing characters. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be too much of a departure. I think this will be an update on his character. That makes sense. Okay. But if you're going to update his character, give him a whole new fresh start. Move him to SmackDown. Get him in the United States title picture. We need wrestlers in the United States title picture. Bray Wyatt would be perfect. Absolutely perfect. Uh, Brian Kendrick, we all have on 205 still. That makes sense. Brock Lesnar. Fuck Brock Lesnar. Buddy Murphy is the 205 Cruiserweight champion. We shall keep him there. Cedric Alexander will continue to be one of his challengers. A Smarky would like to see some Cedric Alexander on SmackDown. Yep. Same thing and, with Davari. Yeah, same idea. Makes sense. Uh, we move on to Cesaro. Cesaro, we got an interesting thing going on. We all have him switching over to Raw. 
And further on for me, not only do I have him and Sheamus going to Raw, I have them breaking up and, and having Cesaro reunite with Cassius Ono to oh, reform man. the Kings of Wrestling or whatever name WWE decides to give them. It's going to be the Kings. That's what it's going to be. The Kings. That's it. Call it. Yeah, I would love to see this. Cassius Ono needs a restart. Um, the most successful years of his career were with Cesaro and ROH. Raw's tag team needs a shot in the arm. This is a perfect situation. You have them both under contract. It's not even like the James Storm Bobby Roode situation where James Storm isn't, you know, is 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 uh, in another promotion. Like this is a perfect opportunity to get some new blood going on Raw. So here's to hoping that uh, that they make that move with Cesaro some point down the road. Uh, Caesar Banani. I don't even know if I said that right because I haven't seen that guy wrestle in Cesar. so long. Yeah. And then I and then I I have him as a release. <laughs> you guys have him in NXT. Um, like I said, I haven't seen the man wrestle anything meaningful in who knows how long, if ever. So I don't care. I've moved on. Uh, Chad Gable making the switch to SmackDown because the whole tag team needs a shakeup. Um, we also talked about him getting back together with Jason Jordan somewhere down the road, and that would tie into a beer money feud if beer money were to become a thing in WWE. Uh, we have thoughts on Jason Jordan. We'll get to him when we get down to his name. Uh, Chad Gable needs a restart. Let's get him over to SmackDown. Kurt Hawkins, I have him going to SmackDown too. Uh, once again, just need a fresh start for him. Uh, uh, Curtis, Ax- everybody else has him on Raw. Curtis Axel, uh, John, you have him going to SmackDown. We have him staying on Raw uh, and feuding with Bo Dallas. Thoughts? I'm changing my draft. Yeah, you're changing you said it. That. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Do you want to get the feud going. You have to get yeah. the feud if you're going to break him up. And it gives them at least a storyline to work with because it's you know, they don't have anything. Uh, we all have Daniel Bryan staying on SmackDown. It's obvious. Danny Birch, uh, another one. We have him in NXT. Um, Smarky, you'd like to see him in NXT UK more. I don't know how I feel about that. Why did NXT you, um, UK? Did you see his tweet on New Year's uh, about <clears throat> how his uh, 2018 wasn't the best? Um, I see... Uh, WWE using him in NXT UK, kind of rocket strapping him to the top of UK. I think the issue with that is is they need him and only Lorcan to help the NXT America tag division. But they're yeah, but you got to understand he they could he could be a singles competitor in NXT UK and he could team in NXT. Plus, they're all to the performance center anyway, most of them at least. You right, know, right, but I won't. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. I know that, but I think with the giant roster, at some point you have to really start having these guys on dedicated shows, so everybody actually has a chance to get some airtime. And I'm sure hopping from across the ocean, you know, a couple times a year is going to get tiring eventually, and you don't want these guys to get too worn out. I and I also think Danny Burch and Only Lorcan could unsee undisputed era, and it's believable and okay. Yes, uh, I, I agree with Johnny, though. I, I could see Danny Burch on NXT UK. Because don't forget, he put on a friggin' clinic when he faced Pete Dunne a few weeks back. Yep. But I also agree with Doc because 
NXT needs Birch and Lorcan in the tag division right now in NXT. Uh, I don't think him traveling overseas back and forth every few months is a big deal. I mean, that's wrestling. That hasn't changed for years. Everyone Wrestlers still do it all the time. It, look at the guys in the indies. They'll go to Japan for a night and fly back the next day. So mm-hmm. I don't see the traveling being an issue with someone like Danny Birch. I think he's at the peak of his career, and he's going to capitalize on it the best he can, whether it's in NXT or NXT UK. Okay. Fair enough. Mike, uh, drop. <laughs> we move on to Dash Wilder and Revival. Uh, I think we all agree they need to uh, go to SmackDown and get a fresh start. Smackdown. The Raw experiment's not working with them. Or uh, all Ambrose, wrestling. That's mm, another thing. Maybe they, maybe well they... There. It would work very well there. That could those mm-hmm. th- that could be, or he could be along with his partner, a name that leaves WWE because he's just not getting a fair shake of it, or they're not getting a fair shake of it. Uh, Dean Ambrose obviously staying on Raw. Dolph Ziggler. This is one of the more interesting ones on our list here. <clears throat> Bones and myself have him moving to SmackDown, which makes sense. He's another guy who just needs a, a fresh start. The smart has raw slash release on his list. I see him finish his, his career on, on the number one show, even though I like SmackDown more. But, you know, he always talks about his stand-up comedy career and how much longer he's going to wrestle. So I think this might be his last year. Do you see him being one of the anchors of AEW and one of their top card guys if he leaves WWE? I see. Well, yeah, because I think AEW is going to be a little bit more part time in the beginning. So maybe he does go to AEW. I don't know about that. I think AEW, their top guys are going to need to be full time to compete in the beginning. I don't think yeah, it's going to be like having this. much part timers. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm not talking. I'm either. not talking part timers. I'm talking. It's just going to be TV tapings, not many live shows in the beginning. And then. Right. So, yeah, that's what I meant. That's what I I understand what you mean. Okay. That makes sense. A lighter schedule. Yes. A lighter schedule. Okay. Uh, We move on to uh, Dominic Dijakovic. All of us agree NXT. Uh, Smarky thinks uh, a late year call up for him. I don't agree, but we'll just we'll save that for another day. Drew Gulak staying on 205. Drew McIntyre staying on Raw. One of the uh, call ups, the NXT call ups is EC3. Bones and I are thinking SmackDown. Uh, why Raw, Smarky? Just a, another big dude. Why SmackDown, Bones? Because I want to see him and The Miz either have a partnership or a feud. Bam. Nailed it. Okay. 100%. He would be great with The Miz. He would be great on Miz TV. Okay. And he'd be a very believable person that when the inevitable breakup with The Miz happens, he could go over and kick The Miz's ass. So, oh, and The Miz is like, right. the Miz I can see lacking. him facing Miz at Mania and, he can, and EC3 being the baby face. Right. And like actually having a chance to, whenever like Miz's lackeys turn on him, you know, there's no chance they're going to be elevated over to Miz. But EC3 has a chance to actually. Get the get the rub from the Miz and you know really be elevated. Good call, baby. Great minds think alike. Uh, all of us got Elias on Raw. That makes sense. All of us have Epico on SmackDown, except for the Smark. He thinks the Colognes are going away and being released and going back to Puerto Rico. I guess. Future endeavored. <laughs> Future endeavored. 
I see. I, I see the colognes actually forming maybe a uh, a stable with almost down the road, and, nope. and eventually, you know, that turns into a feud with Rey Mysterio. You know, the I see inevitable almost Rey Mysterio feud. I see them going back to the promotion with Carlito and All right. Sunset. Fair enough. Uh, Eric, Eric Young, along with the rest of Sanity, we have on SmackDown still. Fabian Eichner, we have uh, NXT still with a uh, with a um, emphasis on NXT UK. Fandango, we act as the only. I think the only one. We all have three different options. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Smarky, ha- I mean, so Smarky has him on SmackDown. Bones has him on Raw, and I have him future endeavored. No way, he's um, too good. He, he's too <laughs> he's injured too all the good. time. He's way too injured all the time. And there's just no room for injuries in this day and age of WWE. So he better uh, get on the horn with the Khan family and see if he can get paid down there. Uh, uh, Finn Balor, we have all of us have going to SmackDown except Smarky. I don't understand what Smarky's no. thinking there. Anybody needs a shakeup. Oh, is that a mistake? That's a mistake. Oh, okay, good. Because that didn't apologies. make any sense whatsoever. He has to go to SmackDown. We have to see the club reform. Yes. Um, I would love to see a world where he goes to SmackDown and maybe if if, if Kenny Omega showed up and didn't feud with AJ, you have him feud with Finn Balor. And Finn Balor needs to be there. He needs to be facing Daniel Bryan for the title. He could be the face that stops the new Daniel Bryan. The demon could stop the new Daniel Bryan. Agreed? Agreed. 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 Uh, Gold Dust, we got retiring and taking a more backstage role as a trainer. Grand Metallic, uh, all of us have him on 205 Live where he belongs. Hanson and the War Raiders. I have them on NXT still because that's where it makes sense to have them, especially having machineries getting called up. Um, we have a, a a a member of the team who thinks that he should be on the main roster when they're rec- returned from their injury. I think um, why so quick? I, I just think it, it's time they they can move and they're safe in the ring. And my from what I see, you know, I'm not a wrestler, but it looks like they their form is very nice, and I think it's time. So why not have them enter a long term feud with the Undisputed Era? Because I don't think the Undisputed Era is. I think they're either going to go off after single things and sorry. I think undisputed era is, I think undisputed era is going to go after everything in the new year. Everything okay. you okay. put them on two Oh five and they're going to go after undisputed the damn cruiserweight title too. In 2019. Yeah. They're going to run shit, including two Oh five live. And you guys just don't fucking get it. Anyway, <laughs> the, the bludgeon brothers, we all have me and me and uh smart game going to raw. Uh, uh, SmackDown Bones. You need big guys. I actually too. that might may have been a typo on our tag team shakeup. Did we have the right. Bludgeons on Raw? We did have them on Raw. I didn't yeah. know if you had a change of heart in the past week or something happened. Any thoughts in your head? No. Any ideas? I mean, they could work on SmackDown too. No. I mean, SmackDown could use them also. I like the Hammers. I don't like. I don't like the name of the team. I think the Hammers could be cool. Like they're kind of. You know, their trademark, but just a kind of cheesy 80s tag name could go. That's my thought there. All right. Heat Slater, we all have on Raw still. That makes sense. Today with Tommy on Duo. He's got kids. And Raw's where you go when you have kids. Today with Tommy, we all have 205 Live. Um, 
Sparky has a slash of possible release for Hideo Itami. We've talked about that earlier. How the Hideo Itami ex- the, uh, experiment here has just not been working out for WWE. And maybe you see him in All Elite Wrestling. Uh, we move on to Jack Gallagher. Uh, all of us keep him on 205 Live. And, of course, his appearance is on NXT UK, too, because you know that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about James Storm already and, and the reforming of beer money. So we included him on this list since he's in our plans for beer money. Same with Jason Jordan. As long as he's healthy, he goes to SmackDown. If he's not healthy, he gets released and he moves on to a different career, which he needs to, you know, we wish him the best if that's the case. Uh, Jackson Riker and the Forgotten Sons. We have on NXT, but with a little asterisk. The The asterisk is the guy needs a goddamn name change. Yeah, the whole gimmick needs a change. We've talked about this ad yeah. nauseum. I don't understand why WWE thinks this is a good gimmick. I don't know who they're trying to fool. It's time to move on. He deserves better, and I want to see him get better. Um, if Jeff Hardy doesn't retire, we have him all. It's a rip-off of Sons of Anarchy. It's a bad rip-off of Sons of Anarchy. It's a kick-ass show. It was a great freaking show, man. I loved that show. One of my favorite shows ever. Jeff Hardy, if he doesn't retire, we keep him on SmackDown where he belongs. Um, Bones and I had the Usos moving over to Raw in our tag switch when we did our tag shakeup last week. Um, the smart does not agree. He he dissented from us. He let us have our fun last week, but you need to speak up for yourself now. What is the use of keeping them on SmackDown? I mean, they're a great tag team. You need to keep you need to keep tag teams on both shows. So keep them on SmackDown. I, I can see that because we have some heavy fantasy booking for our SmackDown, like really, really like deep fantasy with the whole beer money thing. So if you want to get more real, then I, I can see where you're obviously where you're coming from, that you want to keep the Usos as the anchors of SmackDown's tag division. So, you know, way to way to not use your imagination. Fuck up. Wow. <laughs> we, move, <laughs> we move on. You move on to Jinder Mahal. Uh, Bones, you're the only person keeping Jinder on Raw. Why? I just think he'd be a good addition to the mid-card. I think he also... There's a part of me that thinks he'd be a good addition to the unemployment line, but that's just Oh, me. wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, again. Yeah. yeah, again, because, you know... Let's look at Jinder Mahal. Let's talk about that real quick. Mustafa Ali who is the new stereotypical Middle Eastern Indian Middle character. Eastern. Yeah. It took him, what, all of three weeks to get over? It took Jinder Mahal two runs, and he still has n- never been anywhere near the over of Mustafa Ali. The personality, I think, is just not there, and he might – the uh, I I don't even think AEW be interested in him. I think you would see he's an impact guy if you ask me. Yeah, he's an I impact that. guy. If he ever wants to be at the top of a card somewhere, it's going to be for Impact. You know, just look at like a guy like John Morrison. What Impact's done for his career? You think Jinder Mahal can't do the same? Right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, John no, Cena okay. goes he wherever he reinvent re- re- himself on the Indies. Yeah, he could. He could. And then maybe he gets a third try, third time's a charm. Who knows? Um, 
John Cena gets to do whatever the hell he wants. I didn't uh, even draft John, him. I don't give a shit. Yeah, he can do whatever he wants. Someone has Johnny Gargano going to SmackDown pretty quickly in his fantasy world. Tell us all about it, Smart. Is this is probably your most smart comp like booking of the whole no, thing? No, it's not. You're not surprised that he hasn't been called up. You're surprised that his name wasn't on a call up list on that Raw. I'm not surprised because he's such a big part of NXT's programming, and they're also teasing a DIY reunion. Yeah. Did you look at my booking? If I remember correctly, they're both going to SmackDown, dumbass. Eventually, not. I don't think in the next eight nine yeah. months till that'll happen but but then again this is fantasy yeah well they have but they have to finish if they're starting diy again and it's going to be a heel diy they have to let that run its course and let them do their business and then when the breakup happens you have that breakup transfer over to the main roster eventually but i still think that's a ways away i think after SummerSlam. butter man it's my fantasy yeah, it is your fancy anyway. <laughs> 205. Um, 205 Live um, It's still the home of Kalisto. It was thought about me. I had thoughts in my head of maybe putting him back on SmackDown, but he needs to be on 205. 205 you know, needs as much talent as they can get. Um, I think the Lucha House Party could go to SmackDown, maybe work with Rey Mysterio at some point and do a program with Almas and the Colognes. But, you know, outside of that, they should still appear on 205, even if they do that, because there'll be enhancement talent array while being, you know, main talent on 205. So if Kenny Omega did show up, I would like to see him on Raw. I'd like to see AJ Styles go to Raw, too, and then actually give Raw some ratings again. Uh, John, you have him on SmackDown. Who would you like to see him feud with on SmackDown? It's got to be someone big. There's a few that he'd be able to. Um, Finn. Do you really think Finn at first? Yeah, you could you could bring Omega in as a heel. Devin, why are you whispering sweet nothings yeah, to why me? Are you? I don't get to whispering. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could have a, you could bring Omega in as a heel and have yeah. him go right in with Finn. Or you could bring him as a face and put him right in with Daniel Bryan. But how cool would that, it be if he, would, he came in with the whole "I'm better than you" thing? Right. That Imagine if he came in as a as a as a face and feuded with Daniel Bryan and won the title like right away. Holy shit! Would that be huge in the industry, man? That that would get people talking. That would get people talking. That would bring it. That would bring ratings. That would bring huge ratings. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked about Cassius Owen already getting together with Cesaro on Raw. Keith Lee, obviously, on NXT. No. Uh, eventually, you want him called up to SmackDown. Oh, End no, of 19. Well. End of 19. Who do you want to keep in NXT? It's a revolving door, man. It's a developmental talent. <laughs> it's their minor <laughs> league. Eventually, you get called up, idiot. Yeah, but he just got there. And he's good. He doesn't have to stay there the whole time. He's going to be fast track. He should be in the tag division first and then eventually a singles run. You don't see him until 2020. Okay, and you should shut the fuck up. Keep going. Kevin Owens. Why? Because I'm right? Because I'm right. Kevin Owens staying on Raw. No one's one's, uh, complaining about that. We talked about Sanity already and Killian Dane. We talked about the New Day with Kofi. (laughs) Um, Kona Reeves. Yeah, we all agree that Kona Reeves. Future endeavored. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Or, I'm sorry. You have to read the as, actual releases. As, 
Let me read the actual thing. Just say, Kona Reeves. Bone says release. I say release. Smark says, Smark says, who? <laughs> who? And only who? <laughs> uh, another release for the Smark uh, are Connor and Victor, uh, the Ascension. Uh, Bones and I think they should go back to NXT and try again where they actually were over. I think they could be a good uh, addition to the tag division there right now. Um, the tag division, it's not necessarily like yeah, agreed. That there's talent there. They could just use a few more teams. Uh, Kurt Angle, I think most of his time will be spent on Raw, but he can go to SmackDown too. He's essentially a free agent. He can do whatever the hell he wants at this point. But I think most, I think he's most useful on Raw right now. Raw could use ratings, and Kurt Angle's a legend. Uh, we move on to, we talked about Kyle O'Reilly. We talked about Lucha House Party and Lince Dorado. Let's go on to uh, Leo Rush. Does Leo Rush stay on 205, or does he make the permanent move to Raw or SmackDown? I see him coming up. I have him doing I double duty. I have him staying with Bobby Lashley on SmackDown. Still have him fighting over on 205. Yeah, I think you'll see less of him on 205, and you'll start to see him involved with more programs, like actually wrestling more on on the main roster. On, on In my case, I think he's going to be on Raw. So, you know, simple as that. Lars Sullivan, we all got him going to Raw. That makes sense. He's a monster. Uh, Luke Gallows, we all got staying on SmackDown along with his, uh, his other good brother, uh, Carl Anderson. Um, we got Marcel Barthel going to NXT UK. Oh, also a little cameo on 205. Also a little cameo on 205 dude, Live. Dude, Doc, you weren't there, but Bones, you sat right next to me. And when we saw him in NXT Tom's River, when he first came out, his his trunks, it looked like they said mine Kampf on him. From the back, yep. It said mine something else. He walked by, I'm like, they brought a... F- they brought a goddamn Nazi to the town next to Lakewood. <laughs> I, I could see it getting over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> uh, Mark Andrews staying on NXT UK. It looks like he's going to be a big part of NXT UK's plans. Matt Riddle is going to have a huge year in NXT in 2019. I think we all, or, yeah, 2019. That's where we are. We all agree on that. Mike Kanellis continue on 205, continuing the, the solid work he's been doing there. Um, you, nope. the the Miz, we have all staying on SmackDown, so that makes sense. He's found a great home there. He's done, you know, really good things for SmackDown. Miz TV is one of the best segments whenever it's on. Montez Ford, we all have him on NXT, but I also would like to see him on 205 Live, as would the Smart. Seen him work in the ring, you know, he'd be an absolute G on 205 Live. You've seen him work in the ring. He has that that ricochet factor at times we can do these unbelievable spots. You need to be able to do unbelievable spots on two Oh five. That show needs a boost. You keep saying the show needs to be canceled. The show just needs better talent, man. They have the talent on the roster. Mojo rally. Um, Smart and I think he should be released. Bones wants more Mojo still. I want more Mojo. Throw him on SmackDown. He wants more Mojo. Okay. Throw him on SmackDown. Hey, we, uh, Mustafa, we need to fill uh, up the lower mid card. Why? Why not? Why him? Why him? I'm sorry. Why him? 
because I can't see him getting out of the lower mid card, and he's not terrible. In the, he's good for those squash matches. Have, have him face someone like Braun Strowman or someone like Bobby Lashley and have, have Lashley or Strowman just murder him in the ring. So he SmackDown's Heat Slater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, all of us got Mustafa on SmackDown. Um, no, no way, Jose. Here's an interesting one. Bones, you have him going to. Yeah, we're all different here. Bones, you got him going to SmackDown for a fresh start. Um, mid card. Lower mid card. Same idea. Um, Smart, you got him on NXT for a, a reboot. I just have him getting released because I think he's lame. Simple as that. Uh, Noam Dar, he's making a name for himself in NXT UK. We can all see that. Oni Lorkin, same thing. He's making a name for himself in NXT. We can all see that. Uh, we've talked to, we, we have talked about heavy machinery here. Um, I think they need to be on raw. I think they could be a monster tag team on raw. Mark, you think he's smacked down? I'm assuming because of the wrestling ability, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. Uh, Pete Dunn is going to anchor NXT UK. I think we all gonna agree on that. He is their top guy. He is their Tommaso Champa. He'll still make appearances on NXT because why the hell not? Uh, Primo Cologne. We've talked about the Colognes already. Our truth. I think we all still see him on SmackDown. Maybe at some point he becomes like a trainer, kind of in the gold dust vein. Maybe he just gets released and he goes to finish his career on the indies. Man, it's our truth. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like true. to I'd like to see I'd like to see little Jimmy come back. I miss little Jimmy. Dude. That was my, my favorite R Truth ever. Um, well, do you really see little Jimmy? No, it's true. Oh, you see what I did? He's, there? he's always got that. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. I'd be. I'd like to see maybe R Truth on SmackDown and Little Jimmy on Raw. Have a little interpromotional <laughs> thing going on. <laughs> uh, boys, why are we switching Randy Orton to Raw? Both of you. I just think it's time. Time. But I just think it's time for him to get a SmackDown, and he would be a great heel over on Raw. I just want to I think see Raw needs. I think Raw needs a fresh start more than SmackDown, and bringing Randy Orton back to Raw is not a fresh start. Simple How as that. So Randy Orton has not been on Raw since the 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 draft. And he's Randy, been a fantastic been a heel time. on SmackDown. They, I'm listen, not saying Raw had. Hold on, hold on. Raw had Samoa right. Joe. Samoa Joe was their hardcore heel, but now they put him on SmackDown. Him and Orton on SmackDown are are identical in their character. Throw throw one of the two of them on Raw, and I think it should be Orton. I like the way Joe is on SmackDown. Send Orton over to Raw. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. I'm kind of I'm kind of over. Randy Orton like being on the, the A show. I think he needs to be. I think where he is is perfect. I think he's got a perfect spot in the card. He shouldn't change. Uh, we have Raul Mendoza staying on NXT. We all have Mysterio staying on SmackDown. Authors of Pain, we talked about already. Rhino, we both have him on Raw. Um, me and Bones. Uh, Smarky's got him going as a trainer, taking the Gold Dust route. That makes sense. Um, Ricochet. 
<laughs> it's all over the place. <laughs> Sparky has Ricochet pretty much working on every single program on WWE yeah, television. I'll be honest with you, I had no idea where where we were going with him. Yeah, it's you know what? Because you're right. He he's so good. He could he could be on any program and be successful. Yep. Uh, if uh, he if 205 is ever going to be anything, he has to be the top baby face. There's just no doubt about it. You, I mean, you would watch 205 if he was on every week. You know you would. Don't act like you wouldn't. Um, we got Riddick Moss staying in NXT. Same what we talked about, Undisputed Era. Obviously, Roman staying on Raw. Uh, we talked about uh, Rowan and Harper already. Uh, we talked about War Raiders already. So let's move on to Rusev. All of us agree Rusev staying on SmackDown. Uh, Bones, you have Sami Zayn. And KO breaking up in terms of what television programs they are. Why do we want Sammy on SmackDown and not staying on Raw? I want to pull Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens apart from each other for a while and let Sami Zayn grow on his own without having to lean on Kevin Owens or having to constantly feud with Kevin Owens. To back you up, he would be a good United States Championship challenger. And we all know SmackDown could use a few more of those. So I can see where your head's at there. Um, yeah. He Samoa Joe. Carter, but also sorry. in the main event scene. Right. Eventually. Yeah, he just came back from injury. I think some time in the mid-card would do him well first. Samoa Joe. Smart. You got him going over to Raw. Speak up. I, I, again, I just think it's it's time for a little bit of a fresh start with him. Uh, same character, same everything. New people to fight. Okay. We've got a big one here. Bones thinks Seth Rollins should be on SmackDown. I do. I want to pull apart the members of the Shield and let Seth Rollins run the show over on SmackDown. If I had to trade two wrestlers, I would trade AJ Styles for Seth Rollins. Wow. Okay. That's a big trade, and that's an even trade, and it's a smart trade. I'll, I'll... I could, I, could, I could buy that. Even though I have him staying on Raw, I could buy that. Um, Shane Thorne. Yep. <laughs> Shane Thorne needs a new start. He should get that new start on NXT UK. We all agree. We've talked about the bar going to Raw. Uh, I have an interesting thought here. We all have interesting thoughts with Shelton Benjamin. I think, I don't know if he'll necessarily get released, but I think Shelton Benjamin is a prime target for AEW. Mm-hmm. I think he'll get more of a chance for some exposure and more of a chance to be at the, you know, at least hold a title or even if it's a mid card title at AEW uh, bones has him staying on SmackDown <laughs> in the, in the fantastic world of kayfabe <laughs> smarky wants to see him on two Oh five. Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. Um, I would, it would be it would be fun to see him on two Oh five. It'd be a little bit of a stretch, but I agree with you. It would be fun. Uh, Nakamura Bones wants to see him on Raw. That's because he loves Nakamura and he's a fanboy for him and, and thinks he's gonna do these great things on Raw that he's not doing on SmackDown. Right, Bones? Am I wrong? Uh, very right. Yeah, he needs a fresh start. You know, it would Raw's be great place for him to, to go. And also, it'd be great to have him face Brock Lesnar on Raw. And get some closure to that long, long, long story between those two that stretches back to, I believe that stretches back to some issues in NJPW years ago when Brock had his NJPW run. Yeah. 
So that'd be kind of cool to see them kind of close their their story on WWE programming. Um, Sin Cara, <laughs> Sin Cara can go away. The character, it's it's been stupid since yeah. the day that it was born. Um, it's never been over, no matter who's played it. Uh, even when they brought in Mystico at first to do it, you know, it just no one's buying it. It was I feel like it was force fed. Goodbye, Sin Cara. <laughs> Tino Sabatelli, who's injured right now. Um Smark thinks he should be released. And I think it's time. If you I mean for him. He, he's been around for he's a not while. Going and he's not going to the main roster, so it's either NXT or a release for him. Yep. Um, Titus, we got going over to SmackDown because why not? Fresh start, right? Right? Nothing not? more, nothing less. All right. Why do we release TJP, Smarky? I just, it's not working for him. I, I don't see anything else coming from him. I think he deserves more time. First ever cruiserweight champion. Uh, yeah. it's, so, so yeah, it's a big thing, dude. You kind of brushed that off like it's nothing. Yeah, it's. I just he won the yeah. first ever cruiserweight classic. Yeah, two hundred five. Two hundred five needs talent. If ta- uh, two hundred five is going to work, they need talent. Uh, all right. Yeah. All right. Obviously, we all got Tommaso staying in NXT. And possibly doing a late year call up. Tony Nee staying on 205. Trent Seven staying on NXT UK. Triple H doing whatever the hell he pleases. Tucker Knight, we talked about heavy. (laughs) Tucker Knight doing whatever. Tucker Knight staying with heavy machinery. Uh, Ty Dillinger, I have him getting released. And not because he's bad or anything. I just think he's perfect for the mid card of AEW. He's underutilized. I just think he has that 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 perfect 10 gimmick or whatever he'd have to re- obviously rebrand it a little bit because i'm sure wwe owns the gimmick yep. but something like that could work really well on an AEW mid card tyler Bates staying in nxt uk obviously mustache mountain will keep making their appearances on nxt also tyler breeze i've talked about before i want to see it i want to see him on 205 live i think he could really Really make the mark that he's been that we want to see him make out of outside of NXT on 205. I don't think it's going to happen any of the main roster shows. Do you really see it happening on SmackDown Bones? I could see him being a contender for the mid card. Maybe a very I just strong rather contender. See him, I'd rather see him. Maybe he can do one of those guys that could do both. Maybe make some some SmackDown appearances. But I think he should just spend some time down there and. Really, just get you know get get a chance to wrestle on TV more again. Uh, the Undertaker does what he pleases. Velveteen Dream, obviously NXT. He's got a lot of unfinished business there. And finally, the last guy we haven't talked about: Woo Woo Woo, your Broski, Zach Ryder. I want to see a fresh start for him on you SmackDown. It, I want to see, him, and I want to see him in the United States title picture because he fucking deserves it. He deserves everything. Why does management not see Hashtag this? Hashtag I'm still here. Hashtag he's still there for a reason. I don't understand the mindset here. Zack Ryder is fucking fantastic. 
He had a very good showing this week in the Fresh Start Battle Royal. He did last a while. Every time he's on TV, he has a good showing. When does Zack Ryder not made a good showing of himself on television? Right the before guy- yeah, I'm sorry. Right you, for, you know, he, he went for for the, the woo kick. Everyone still knew how to woo. He he knows how to be on television, Zack Ryder. Knows how to he's like you know we've talked about Carmella in the past, how she's like a good like quote unquote actress. She knows how to be on television. Zack Ryder has that too. Mm-hmm. And outside of that, he's he's a good wrestler. It's not yeah. like he sucks. Right. Anyway, so that's it for the men. That's our shakeup. Um let us know what you think. Send us some tweets. Send us some feedback. Let us know how stupid we are. Let us know how smart we are. Uh, if you tell I us we're stupid, wait. I'm going to combat you. I cannot wait to combat the you. women. We, I can't wait because some of you are going to start really? yelling. Uh, I'm sure we will. Um, we will do the women next week. And I hope you enjoyed it all. Well, that's all the time we have for today, fellas. And if this is your first time tuning in, I am JC Bones at JC Bones. I am Doc Haas. You can find me on Twitter at D-R-H-A-A-S-E number four W-C. And I am Johnny Smarks. You can find me on Twitter at Johnny Smarks a lot. And I'm not spelling that for you. And we are the Fourth Wall WrestleCast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Fourth Wallcast, and you can find Wrestle Addict Radio at Addict Wrestle. If there's any Tony Storm fans out there looking to befriend a fellow Tony Storm supporter, be sure to follow my good brother Cody Repass at Real Repass. If you've enjoyed the Fourth Wall experience, be sure to recommend to all your friends to like, share, and subscribe and help this thing grow and grow and continue to be the biggest draw for the critics, the marks, the casual, and the hardcore. Once again, we are the Fourth Wall WrestleCast. Goodbye and good night. Boys, guess what time it is? Can I pee real quick time. before we get into no, the draft? No, no. I'm gonna go blow my nose. I'll be right back. <coughs> I'm Doc Haas, and you could find me on Twitter at D R Haas. That's D R. No, no, wait, wait, wait! Stop! 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 That was hilarious. What happened? I fucking farted, and that, that mic totally picked that up. <laughs> Haas didn't hear it because he was talking, but my God. Oh, nice. I'm Doc Haas. You can find me on Twitter at Dr. Haas. That's D-R as in doctor. H-A-A-S-E. Number four, T-H. Oh, shit. Fuck. Did it wrong. I'm Doc. Here we go.
Uh, I am. That, that was better that time, though. Stop talking. Let me do it. 